Are you still working with him? Or you maybe you don't have to answer. Uh, yes. So why not? Yeah, that's okay. Look, you're sitting at the no judgment table. <laughs> no, this table is pretty judgy. <laughs> the views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists, and by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Oh, it's for you. It's for you. Hey, 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 hey. What's up? Welcome to Blue Cheese with me, Ebeniel Haynes. I'm so excited to have my guest on episode 11, the one and only, state your name for the people. Akeem Stefan Smith. Akeem Stefan Smith. <laughs> Welcome, Akeem. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is my first pod. It is? Yes. Oh, shit. I've been asked. This is my first pod. Oh, I feel so privileged. Oh, Don't make please. me nervous. This is my first pod. This is just us having a chat. Don't worry. Um, okay. It's more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just I was I'm not nervous at all. Um if I'm like a bit like antsy, I'm on like a half a addy and uh uh five thirty black coffee. Word at my bookkeepers. And I'm reflecting on me and my bookkeepers conversation too. Um, um are you is that a is that a sad reflection? Um I think um, going over finances is always um, a weird. It sounds like a weird awakening. A weird, a like weird, a weird. Uh, I don't know. It's just I don't. It's not. I don't know. It's just something weird about like an alternate reality. Doing yes, yeah, or actual reality. Right, you wish it was alternate. Yeah, yeah, I wish it was alternate, but just something about like dealing with finances, either that's not like a lottery ticket, just is not <laughs> great. <laughs> dealing with anything other than your scratch tickets, yeah, it's is like, not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. I didn't do my taxes last year. Yeah. Which is the first for me. I'm a good citizen. Mm -hmm. I'm not even a citizen of this country. Yeah. But I like to do my taxes every year. Mm-hmm. And shit just got away from me. Mm-hmm. Like I just couldn't do it. Yeah, you had other I things. I had other th- lots of things, things going <laughs> happening. Yeah. Does your money person do your taxes? Um, no. You don't, you don't have to answer if it incriminates no, you because no, you don't no, do no, your taxes. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, with taxes, I'm kind of okay. Um, I'm kind of okay. I'm in the process of um, building something. Yeah. Um, So that's where, like, you sort of have to um, take out less lunch dates and... (laughs) Um, <laughs> materials and supplies. You have to actually show that. Is you your made money some person money. give you some spreadsheets to fill in and shit? I'm pretty Goals okay with that. I know I'm pretty okay with that. It's just, um, yeah, it's just like less meals and entertainment, and like you just have to save what it. 
actually is. Put that microwave in the studio. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And even just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a total. I just realized this connection to the intro of this pod. Welcome to Blue Cheese. Episode 11. I just mentioned. Reset the room, as they say on fucking Clubhouse. Do you mm-hmm. listen to Clubhouse? Are you on Clubhouse? No. No, it's okay. Um, I'm getting there. You're about to head to Detroit. Yes. I'm going to the Big D. <laughs> um, Shout out Lakila Brown, our last guest, who was from Detroit. And our intro is provided by none other than JD, a.k.a. Dilla. From Slum Village. Like he was looking at me like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, your theme our theme music is provided by Detroit, essentially. Okay, so cool. it's sending you off. Yeah, they they provide a lot culturally. Yeah, they do. Um, I love Detroit. And hopefully I could provide them with a lot. Yeah, we're gonna talk about what you're gonna do there. And mm-hmm. f- first, also let's say what's up to Taryn. No Taryn. one can hear you but us. What's up, Taryn? We like to shout her out Taryn, before. She looks like um, what Sally Hemings may <laughs> have looked like. She's giving that kind of vibe. Tell everyone what she's giving, would you? <laughs> yeah, Sally Hemings. Tease. Um, <laughs> this nigga said Sally Hemings tease. <laughs> it's giving Sally Hemings tease. It's giving um, um, what Groove Theory? The, oh, the yes. girl that sings Amel Groove Laria. Theory. Yeah, is giving that. Giving a little um, what's the name? Uh, Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, she's. It's a Vivian Green tease too. What's that other um? What's that? Uh, cut, cut, Taryn, cut out all this. Uh, no, keep this. Space. <laughs> keep this. No, what's that other? You know, what and she Taryn's has giving? a Frank Ocean magazine cover in the back in her home. And I don't. Who was that? Billy English next to him. Okay. Did she say yes? No, she said no. No, it's it's an it's an it's a no on the green and black. This is also what Taryn's giving. Oh, it's. Oh, it's it's not giving blation. <laughs> That's it's, what you think when you hear this. Yes, it's not giving blation. <laughs> it's. Okay, well, Taryn, you're giving something <laughs> wonderful, is what we'll really say. Yes, Taryn's giving. Thank you, Taryn, for all that you do for Devin, this pod. Yes, she's giving. She doesn't even need to wear deodorant. she's giving natural beauty teas what am i giving don't answer that yet wait till the end (laughs) you better wait till the end for that shit (laughs) unless you have it on the ready we're gonna start with my um super crush akeem smith your song choice for this pod so to Clubhouse Reset the Room, you're already vibing over there. For anyone, new listeners, um, old listeners, middle time listeners, Blue Cheese gets its inspiration from my beautiful guests who I love to speak to, who are very talented creatives. Uh, and I just give them a prompt of what's a song that you regularly listen to, go back to. 
<laughs> I'm laughing because Akeem's already dancing before it's playing. I'm getting in. getting into the vibe. Um, Akeem's song. Because let's slow it down. Choice. Let's let's slow, let's slow it down. Hey everybody. Yeah, we slowing it down for this one. We would like to thank Akeem Smith for being here today. And like to thank Ebony for having me. And we're about to play our theme song for the day, which is "The Art of Love" by Tony Braxton. Everybody, take a listen. And now, the art of love. There's no lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> One of the few this songs I can actually keep playing in the background the whole time. Yeah. Um, just keep that Tony vibe in the background. It's just like, <laughs> we are really vibing over here. And it's really interesting with this song making us vibe because there's zero sexual tension. And we're just like, <laughs> yes. Overbite. Well, I think, I think um, I wanted to choose a song that um, you felt more sonically than trying to understand the words or get it mm-hmm. um is this I a feel song like, you play yes yeah. i feel like um i've been playing a lot of more like lower stuff like chem mm-hmm. and maxwell and mm-hmm. album cuts just to really like slow down my thoughts a little bit um and also to set uh set um I don't know, I'm feeling groaner too. I mean this is some grown folk shit. It, it doesn't it doesn't have to be because I always liked it when I was young. From when I was younger, I've always want I've always wanted to be an adult. I've always engrown um adult I was always interested in adult type things, adult type situations um you and know how do you I, feel about them now that you're an adult it feels fine actually I, i'm so used to i mean i used to play dress up to go to a club like <laughs> with my friend like i that was my thing like oh let's dress up to act like we're going out that's amazing i um, hope you have photos i kind of i actually do you i do? that was my thing i used to like Yes, yeah. I used to like make all my friends get into like adult kind of things and behaviors like very early. What did you guys do when you got to the club? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just all right. So like, 
I me and my grand I live with my grandmother here. I had like a spare bedroom to like play in, and like we would get dressed up in my room, and then like I had the weird like disco light, uh-huh. and we just turn the light off and I had a little stereo or whatever play little cam or something like that and like pretend we were like at a club was were people were the adults around you going to the club I mean you must have had that influence from something or maybe yeah well my grandmother used to co-own a club Mm. um in Jamaica so um that yeah, was kind sure. of maybe a part of it. I mean, it. your whole family was the boss of the club. clubs. Yeah, um, yeah. So partying was like, it wasn't so far out to me, and I, yeah, I just always wanted me and my friends and peers to just like be the be, new ouch group, be adults. <laughs> yeah, just like I don't know. Do adult type. Th- I don't know. I was always interested in that sort of stuff, but sonically now, um, I think listening to newer things brings out more my judgmental spirit than like um, a stress reliever. Well, it's interesting <laughs> you said you're you're into the album cuts because that's a real taste, right? Like mm-hmm. this song. I'm going to play the top billboard track from this album in a yeah, second. Know, yeah. <laughs> but this album is legendary. Tony Braxton, you know, your your song choice is The Art of Love, but first of all, there's something said to be said that I really respect and love about the album cut. Mhm. Because that means you've listened to the tracks. Mhm. You've been you've been served the ones you're supposed to listen to, but you found this one song that legit gave me I got like goosebumps mm-hmm. the first time I played it when I was anticipating when you sent it to me on the prompt mm-hmm. and I've listened to it about two dozen times since then mm-hmm. it's the kind of song where you like you get embarrassed or y- yeah. you want to oh. make sure no one knows well I've also <laughs> been saying that I would love to I would love for like to get paid like my dream is to get paid to like slow wine in front of a mirror all day like if i could get paid to do that i would be so happy what are, that's an only right there <laughs> yes like just watch me like slow wine and like to this song to this song <laughs> and like that sort of thing that's why i've been picturing what my co what my real what i wanted my covid to be like it was just like me holding you up. don't seem that far you could do that I can't. I'm in a different COVID mentality. My COVID mentality is to sort of, um, like, I don't think we're coming out of anything anytime soon, but my um, my goal was to, how do I use this time where, like, there's no FOMO, there is no... Um, I'm not missing. Yeah, I'm no. I'm not missing out on anything. How do I use this time of um, incubation and self reflection to sort of come out a better person, work wise, mm-hmm. sharpen my taste, know a bit, know a lot more. Not even just a little bit more. I want to learn a lot more. How do I step it up in the tax brackets during this time? Since allegedly, well, not allegedly, since during COVID is the most transfer of wealth 
yeah, apparently. apparently. How can I be a part of that? Um, so I've been more on that thing, like worrying about um, how not to be the same person that I was before. Maybe because I'm a Ebony's mom. touching yeah. her breasts. <laughs> I'm touching Every my heart, nigga. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, it just, you know, something about since I became a mom, sentiments like that, I just feel so, I just want to like hug, I just want to give you always, a hug. You've always been. I have always been a bit of a mom. Yes. You know, but that's just such a great reflection on how to utilize this shitty mm-hmm. year. You also this is something about this podcast like nothing i I don't know why i have a notebook here there's nothing in it it's just for the optics (laughs) so i can take you seriously (laughs) it's it's legit (laughs) completely it's it's a new pocketbook with a pen (laughs) as though i'm about to take notes but um i assumed we were going to get into this at some point because i love this show so much but you produced something quite epic Mm -hmm. during this moment and Mm -hmm. something that for me as somebody who has been excited to see this moment mm-hmm. and this moment me emerging as an you artist emerging as an artist okay. yeah sorry i'm getting yes. to it yes but mm-hmm. let's cut to the chase no gal can test exhibition arising it's mm-hmm. like rising from the flames mm-hmm. it felt like it was Thank the thing you. that came out of this time i i feel a bit biased for everyone listening for me personally i have been very interested and felt invested in making sure where you've had this also this vision of what was to come has been Mm. percolating probably since i met you (laughs) that's why when i saw it was being realized i couldn't fucking wait i mean what a time for you to realize it though what a time to be alive for this show to happen anybody who's also just a quick point of reference akeem smith's first major i mean not just first major, just for this major exhibition. No Gal Can Test opened at Red Bull um, Arts in New York um, in November. Mm-hmm. No, it and it closed in November. It closed September. in November, September. Mm-hmm. Opening season show, open for the duration of a museum length show. It wasn't a five week show. It was a three month show. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible. It was a five week show. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was supposed to be three months from September to December, but it was September 24th to November 15th. Oh, it felt like it was open longer than usual. No, it wasn't. Maybe because of the press it got, why it's living so vibrantly in my head. Yeah. Um, And I also saw it three times. Oh, Um, you didn't tell me that. That's great. Yeah, you can look at the sign-in book. (laughs) (laughs) I went twice. I went twice with other friends i met two people there on different occasions to walk through the show together and i went once by myself mm-hmm. um on top of you coming before on the top show. of me getting the sneak peek before i also felt very <laughs> privileged to see the workings behind the scenes got to mm-hmm. chat to you while reinstalling mm-hmm. i mean that's a pretty major turnaround during a pandemic mm-hmm. it was an epic install akeem I, I i feel like i can't really explain <laughs> it to the people listening if you haven't seen it it's also touring Mm-hmm. It's about to open in Detroit. Yeah. Um, so when you when you say when you have sentiments and phrases about trying to reflect on this moment and wanting to turn it into something, you fucking produced an institutional show mm-hmm. that is touring. So I think you I think you did that. 
I think um, I don't necessarily see it that way. Um, I more see it, but I, I think I more see it as it's like laying down a foundation for something else, mm-hmm. for other things. Um, did it feel? Did it feel in any way the way I'm? I experienced it. Like, did it feel like something that you could you were envisioning for so long? It felt to me like you maybe you weren't envisioning it in that very specific installed way, mm-hmm. but. I don't know if I'm giving too much tea, but I know speaking to you like four years ago, maybe even mm-hmm. three years ago, so, and I want to be too dramatic, mm-hmm. but a long time ago, mm-hmm. we were talking about this idea of you having a, a show and you, your ideas of the installation. Mm-hmm. It didn't, I don't, my memory doesn't recall this kind of installation you had, but mm-hmm. I mean, you had a vision of a show that required a certain amount of space, mm-hmm. a certain amount of time and consideration around, like you knew. Mm-hmm. I was offering up opportunities and you're like, you know, I, I can see what I need and I'm just, it felt very special for me. Yeah. I wasn't even part of it with you, but you, I felt like you knew what you wanted. Well, I think, um, I, I knew, I knew, um, the other opportunities weren't going to like represent my taste to the best. Um, it wasn't going to represent my taste um, to the, to what I felt like it needed, it needed, and maybe that's like financial, but also I needed, since, you know, people look at dance hall as such a, um, unvaluable, I had to put it, I had to make the white cube, um, I had to make it as valuable looking as I thought it could be um, just for optics, you know. No, that's smart. Like to not put it in the side project room of a space or yeah. an af- make it feel like an afterthought because it did not feel like that in this space. Yeah. For sure. And I think um, I wanted I wanted everyone to see, you know, what has sort of groomed my groomed my taste, groom how I sort of saw women yeah, let them in on something maybe they weren't that in on or didn't care to be in on. And I was really more interested in getting the people from that community in the space. And that was like kind of the point, really. And now it's go. I mean, the fact that it's touring is also pretty major. And just for the record, you can set me straight also, but is this considered, this is your first solo exhibition as a visual artist? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's my it's my debut album. Um, the debut album is Clutch. <laughs> yeah. de- wait for the sophomore. It's, my, yeah, wait for my sophomore. Yeah, exactly. It's my debut album. I am very proud of it. Um, and I just I think I just became proud of it, like maybe last week, honestly. And um, just for the record, for the for me, too, mm-hmm. um, are the works for sale? I kind of wanted to know at the, the time. The works. <laughs> He's like, nigga, they sold out. They're not sold out. Um, you can also. They, they are. They are for viewing. <laughs> they are for viewing. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know. Yeah, they are for sale, I guess. Everything, everything has a price. You know. But for uh, me, it's not even about the price thing. It's like it should just go in the right home. Um, cause I have this weird drink. I have this weird thing that some right wing that doesn't want to show, um, 
dance all culture in the future is just gonna buy it and hide it in a basement store Girl, center. <laughs> I'm psycho <laughs> like that. That's how I think of shit. Like I think some right wing collector's gonna buy it and hide it. Okay. And no one's ever gonna see it again. You know, that's actually not a super paranoid thought, to be honest. <laughs> but I just some shit that I would do. <laughs> <laughs> some shit you do. You'd be like, let me buy up this, yeah. this Karen and no show one would here. Ever I don't want to see these pants. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I think of things. Well, I was thinking, so just today I just answered a you know, I don't know, you've probably given many interviews in your day, but I have Not learned really. just recently to, if if you can, request the questions in writing instead of just shooting the shit. Because mm -hmm. when you just talk to someone on the phone, they recontextualize you however they want. So I yeah. only do email yeah. answers unless I know the person. If it's so, if it's a homie who wants mm -hmm. to do something. Not that I'm, anyways, it sounds like I have so many interviews. However, mm -hmm. I'm digressing. But I just answered some questions today. And one of them was asking me why... I felt it super important to sell art in this new gallery space and not just exhibit art to this mm -hmm. point, which is why I'm asking if they're for sale. Mm -hmm. And I had an answer that blew my own mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, Ebony, that's genius. Mm -hmm. Because you have a career as an artist. And for me, when I, when I just had that slight revelation, and it may not be a revelation for everyone listening, maybe this is old news, <laughs> But for me, qualifying it as a career mm -hmm. and giving it the weight it deserves, you've studied it, you've invested, you know, 10 plus years of your life being a creative in that field to assume that you don't want to be or need to be paid for it mm -hmm. is a slight. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, I'm not this is no shade to anyone, especially whoever, you know, Red Bull who's supporting you. But, in you know, when there's a an organism like any gallery, Red Bull institution, mm -hmm. nonprofit trying to do their best, which they do. And mm -hmm. you can see them supporting and investing and putting on this great show and helping tour it. And that's, I'm not just pointing to Red Bull. I'm saying them in general, like the, the institutions and the place spaces that mm -hmm. provide this opportunity for so many artists and they avoid the conversation of sales well, I can and tell what you that why. means. I mean, I'm happy for. I can tell you why. Oh, um, because um, legally they're not allowed to sell art. I know. I'm and also I'm on boards of nonprofits. What I'm saying yeah. is, there are ways to make. I'm saying a priority should be to have a conversation about how an artist makes money from mm -hmm. their career, mm -hmm. and you can you know bringing people into that discussion. You know, for me, it's like this is a complete hypothetical, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to task myself to be this person, nor do I think I could do everything you need deserve, mm -hmm. but let's just say they're like, Ebony, you know, we want to get this in the right home. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's about, for me, it's just the gesture mm -hmm. of recognizing that someone spent years of their life. Mm -hmm. For you, it's decades of your life, this show. Not decades, I'm a young woman, I'm 29 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Okay, and a decade, decade. Yes. a decade of collecting though, but also yes. just being aware. Yeah, I mean the mental and conceptual process is work. Yeah. What I'm, what I really am now very passionate about driving home is the process of thinking through that is a is part of the career, and to 
to take away the power of being able to sell those final products and live off of it is is a disjust it's not justice for the artist it's like okay what we're gonna do is I, I don't want to use you as an example. I'm not trying to shit on Red Bull. Let me like. No, use, it's fine. It's just an example, right? But let me just say, okay, great show. We're, we're happy to pay for it. Go to, it's going to go to Detroit. Come to Detroit and watch the show. It'll be fab. These are, the, I'm, I'm, I'm listing my finger items, yeah. like random little phrases. Mm-hmm. We'll get some press. We'll get some mm-hmm. social media and it'll be great. And we're so proud of it. Okay. Now, what? not everybody, you have about 36 hats that you wear, right? If you only, hypothetically, if you only had, if you, not only either, that's plenty. Mm-hmm. If this was your focus, because mm-hmm. it takes a lot of work, mm-hmm. do, is it right to not leave the table with anything in your pocket from it? <laughs> <laughs> It seems like I got plenty in my pocket. No, I de- <laughs> no, I'm definitely not <laughs> saying that. Um, no, I'm just saying. Let me just. I'm just. Let me, you don't have to answer either. Don't even answer. It's totally I rhetorical. Yeah. It's you know. I just think for holistically the f- for, for other companies out there that are listening. Yeah, for other people listening, mm-hmm. I I know that actually no Red Bull tries to do the best by the artist as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And this is just an example for me to put out there since I've been thinking about it recently, like for other companies, for other other artists, too, or artists, too. Just thinking about what are you getting from the amount of time you're putting into your show and what it means when it comes to an end. She's a real merchantile market woman. (laughs) 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 She's a real market woman. Anyways. Uh Yo, somebody can go and talk. What's this? What is this exactly? My favorite. Make a chagal in a day. But you want to me back. Anytime it's a lag as a pop. Skirt, blouse, shoes, rap, clap. So may have a gala TikTok. What is this you say? Yeah, I don't know this song. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, better than that. To the gal, hear me from the ready joke. Ring up Miss Ellie. How do you not know Ring Up Miss Ellie? What genre is this? Ring, 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 ring up Miss Ellie. Yes, Um, I was just sharing one of my faves with you. Um, Who was that? Lexus. Couldn't afford a car, so he named himself <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> oh, I love a Kanye quote in this pod. <laughs> Always. Big up Kanye. Big up. Yay, dog. Kanye. Are you still working with him? Or are you, maybe you don't have to answer. Uh, yes. So Why not? Yeah, that's okay. Look, you're sitting at the no judgment table. <laughs> no, this, <laughs> this table is pretty judgy. <laughs> this table is pretty judgy. Um... It's really not judgy. Listen, you don't have to belabor any insider information, nothing about Kanye, but I didn't mean to go into that um, <laughs> huge fine. diatribe. It's fine. Big up, yay. Um, do you want to talk about this, your favorite song from the Tony Braxton album? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is her favorite song. <laughs> 
This is everyone's favorite song. Braxton showing off her toxic femininity <laughs> on full display. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> well, um, yeah, she's sort of taken in the lyrics, she's sort of taking a piss at the other woman talking about quote unquote having him first, which is toxic femininity behavior. Um Branded as um, empowering. You know, that's an insightful fucking take on that song. <laughs> I would say as a, you know, lover of Tony and the early aughts R&B, I don't know if it's a toxic as much as it is trying to reappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, that whole album is Tony The Heat. The Heat. The Heat from 2000, y'all. Mm -hmm. The Heat is really I think she was rebranding herself on during that time too. Um less of this like sultry sad singing song. Right. Oh, but and I the, mean mo a lot of the songs were pretty sultry and not sad. Not from The Heat. Yeah, they're pretty sultry. Uh, maybe I'm not using the like correct definition. Oh, maybe sultry is not the exact word. I mean, like, it wasn't like heartbroken. Yeah, sad. it wasn't like sing-songy ballads. Yeah, it wasn't it like wasn't sad ballad. cry ballads. It was super like upbeat, like up like dark child. Yeah, um, give me Little some. I think she was. Yeah, I think she was rebranding. She was a lot sexier visually. She had the groove time. theory guy in her video. Remember that shower video? Remember? I don't That was Unbreak My Heart. That was Unbreak the My album Heart. before. Yeah, exactly. She just had that. So she'd already, I'm saying she'd yeah, had yeah. that. Yeah, she was graduating. Yeah, she was graduating. And it's so weird because the music of like that time I'm into now, meaning like the slow, like the, those are like songs, like if the music video would come on, I would change it. Like mm -hmm. I would go to another channel because the like, music video is 13 minutes but the song is four yeah like <laughs> or 13 minutes or it was just like too like it wasn't hip enough um and that's sort of where i am now like an angie stone um uh listen i was just crafting a tweet the other day that in, in had the essence of angie stone in my mind this mm -hmm. is no shade either but mm -hmm. i don't miss that the neo soul so, era like it, remember music yeah music, soul I, 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 that's where i'm at that's you sort know, of where i'm at i think what happened is i ended up because spending i would too prefer that there. sort of blackness than some other new blackness that i'm seeing out here well you need to fucking elaborate you, <laughs> you, you made me fucking pontificate on kanye for it felt like an hour. <laughs> this nigga was sitting with his hands in his pocket, just staring at me, not even hedging, not even offering a little, hmm, uh-huh, nothing. You're just letting me spill my fucking guts. So why don't you tell us what kind of blackness 
<laughs> that you're trying to avoid right now? Um, I don't necessarily. Th- I think I'm trying to avoid using that word. I think it's overused. Um, Blackness. Yes, mm-hmm. I think when trying to, um, uh, when trying to, I think guys th- their actual Afrophobicness. And I think Neo Soul represented some things that were not Afrophobic at all. And I think that's why um, I'm into it. I, I guess at a point, it became somewhat a bit stereotypical. And I think maybe that's where you're um, on edge, your uneases about where some of it just. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, I would prefer this over WAP any day. Fair, that's fair. Um, but actually, I want to use. I I think. Um, I think. Um, I think. Um, that's an interesting comment because mm-hmm. I feel this is joining your camp, by mm-hmm. the way. I'm not gonna I'm not dissing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can diss my camp. I mean I don't even have a camp. I feel like I, I don't like, I, I haven't found I haven't even found a um uh newish uh I I feel like a with a lot of blackness conversations, I feel like um they're really there's a lot of people benefiting off of our unease um mm. benefiting off of our um what's the word uh sensitivities mm. like all you know what i mean you know i actually that's this is and this is I'm such not a that girl <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And um, I, I really appreciate you bringing that up. And I loved have I love having no expectations going into this talk. I didn't. I, I was like, Akeem's going to bring it. I'm going to be on my toes the whole time. Because if we're being candid here <laughs> and that's what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Candid cheese. Candid cheese. <laughs> it ain't blue cheese. This is candid, candid cheese. cheese. What did you say? The Afrophobic. Phobic. Because for the first time in a while, I, you know, not the first time, but I publicly stated and Lakila, who I really respect, who was here last episode, I felt comfortable discussing, not in detail, but, you know, um, I wouldn't say Afrophobic for me personally Mm -hmm. as a identifying black woman, but there's a massage negro Mm -hmm. that has come out it's almost like all of actually these both of these terms afrophobic misogyn negro Mm -hmm. makes me feel very disheartened in thinking about the reasons why we have any kind of or the lack of harmony between black people in general Mm -hmm. and i feel like when shit hits the fan or when there's a focus on us it's it's hard to f- to remember that we need to rally and regroup mm-hmm. and 
you know, it's Bob Marley, one love. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley was a lame reference, but you know, I'm just thinking mm-hmm. through shit right now. And no, what, it, I, what I, it does instead is, is disjoints us. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it makes black people, f- I, I think, it makes black folks feel the need to distance themselves from too much or the potential of broad strokes oh and i appreciate the broad strokes i don't want to be broad stroked with anybody mm-hmm. but i, inter- I internally mm-hmm. we need to remember we are all grappling with the same shit and i i'm definitely that like you know i i'm totally um i'm totally supportive in that sense like uh, like uh i think i think i think yes Uncondi- definitely unconditional. I think I'm more, you know, I sort of make um, make friends in person, in real life, and in my head through taste, um, or what they could possibly be into, or whatever sort of weird thing I make up in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, that usually sort of comes first, um, but there is a sort of social cohesiveness that um i think i'm a part of um well let me ask you this if you were if you were introduced or asked to collaborate with or cooperate with in some creative setting right like let's mm-hmm. say you're on a shoot or working mm-hmm. with some other groups or something mm-hmm. and there's somebody else there who's black mm-hmm. and just i love that you mentioned the aesthetic draw Maybe aesthetically, y'all don't vibe. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about that, you know, man, woman, person, body. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't fuck with that look. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just I'm not, giving uh, hold, I'm up, hold 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 up. I am not that superficial. I wasn't implying that you are. I'm, I know. This is all a what if. This is all a hypothetical yes. for the record, yes. right? This I'm setting up a hypothetical situation, situation. Okay. Right. My point is, let's say you're not vibing, or you, you know, ideally wouldn't want to be associated with or like bracketed into some other corny, corny shit. Mm-hmm. Can you can you separate the yes. visual of that corny shit with the person behind it yes. and be like, yo, you're doing your shit. I yeah. got you. A yeah. thousand percent. That's what's important to yeah. me. That's for a, sure. That's a thousand percent. That's why I feel, one of the reasons I feel you're here right now. Today. Yeah. A thousand, <laughs> no, not even a thousand percent. Like for me, <laughs> it's almost like, um, you know, those uh, skits from like the late nineties, early aughts or some, mm-hmm. sh- I don't know. Some like, you know, some, I, some nod to mm-hmm. entering a room and you're the only, you like enter in with your white, co-workers and mm-hmm. you see the other black person in the room and y'all say what's up to each other mm-hmm. because you have to like mm-hmm. you know it's that's like, fine you know but i mean that's the sentiment i'm drawing on it's yeah. like i may not think your album's tight your exhibition looks good maybe i don't vibe with your clothing line maybe i don't vibe with your business plan mm-hmm. but the f- but the fact that you can recognize we are all in you know, you're a minority in mm-hmm. a world that only hopes to keep suppressing you. Mm-hmm. I am growing more and more disheartened with the lack of support or mm-hmm. blind support. I think blind support, mm-hmm. the phrase blind support is what I'm drawing. I'm hoping for mm-hmm. more of. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I was asked one time to write an essay for a museum catalog mm-hmm. for a, a black female artist mm-hmm. um, who I won't mention, mm-hmm. but well, as a only curator, one hundred and seventy-two. So <laughs> it could be one out of the It's not many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Museum show, museum solo show, oh, black one out, one out of the 90. <laughs> That's so sad. But I appreciate why I was approached, but the expect I was insulted about the expectation without even mm. asking what my take was on the show mm. as a curator. Mm. Offering this as an opportunity mm. to me. Mm-hmm. And I had to put it back to them. I was like, you haven't even asked what I would say about this work. Mm. As a curator, I feel no affinity to it. Mm. I would never want to bash this artist. I love black women. Mm-hmm. Do your thing, boo. You've clearly found a place for yourself. It's like it's like brushing, you know, the art world wants to be woke. Mm-hmm. If, if another well, fucking white person tells me that they're doing a, a diversity initiative and they're woke to some issues, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I can't. I am not woke. I'm still sleeping. I'm sleepy. I'm, s- I'm still sleeping. I don't, um, you know, even with with bringing it with no gal to bringing it back to me, um, <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back to me. I was even scared of like doing my own show at the Red Bull. I'm like, hold up, hold up. Now all of a sudden, y'all want to do what's in it for you? What's going on? You know, like what's in it for you? What's I don't want to be a part of this wave. I don't want to be like a post George Floyd shit like it's it's big it's deeper than rap you know also i was at the time reading this book white um white labor um oh black labor white wealth it sort of kind of broke down how like corporations the the formula that corporations use um for non-profits cultural currency and Mm -hmm. how that sort of works Mm -hmm. so that was like sort of good to know Mm -hmm. um the subcultural capital yes and how the, that sort of, it's that's its own Bitcoin. I mean, I felt the same. You know, people came for me with David Zwerner. Mm, what did they say? <laughs> <laughs> it says some ignorant shit. <laughs> for, me, for me, some of the comments were really blind to my agency, as though I didn't have a choice. Like people out there think this way? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... Um, I'm I'm a commander of my ship. Mm. Like this is, it, it's super insulting to assume that you didn't have a. For example, putting it on both of us, we're here, mm. right? Akeem Smith could have shown no gal can test mm-hmm. many other places. I can attest to that. Mm-hmm. And this creative mind was waiting for the right fit, mm-hmm. right? And to take away your agency in that partnership is insulting. Mm-hmm. I could have moved on, worked, evolved, whatever people want to couch that mm-hmm. new position in. You know, I, I pat myself on the back. I'm a fucking boast. A few other options. Mm-hmm. I had options. Mm-hmm. I chose David Zorner. And mm-hmm. when people take that agency out of my hands, it's very insulting. Mm-hmm. I proposed this project. I want to head up a new space that mm-hmm. looks different. And then it's just so easy for everyone to gloss over that we like I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 gets turned around into like, "Oh, you've been given you've been given this opportunity." It's like, "Nigga, why can't I make, make my I own made my own opportunity." Mm-hmm. And it, it 
at times i'm making light of it right now and it's it's funny and fine because we have to make it funny and fine but sometimes sometimes that shit is is hurtful you know people that you think Nothing that you bitches say hurt me. I want you to I fucking would, know I, that. Me neither, yo. I'm fucking tough as nails. It's I laugh at it. Everything's a joke to me. Anything that I see online is like I'm I'm super unaffected by. Oh yeah. Yes, I'm very unaffected. I laugh at it. Like I was saying, I laugh at everything, and you know, online, you know, coming from someone that used to make up ten profiles and talk like. You know, I was Backshot69 at AOL.com. You know, I was Freaky <laughs> Tony at 69. I, you know, I always, I know, I know, I know the thought process of like slurring something, of like th- throwing something negative on the viral, in the viral world. So it doesn't do affect you, me. It doesn't affect me. Do you, would you say that you have, um, Okay, a few questions. Mm-hmm. Would you say you have a following? No. <laughs> Would you say you have haters? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you have supporters? Yes. Oh, that's a what a lovely trifecta of answers right there. Yes. That's great. Yes. I think I do have um Is Kanye a supporter? Yes. That's great. Yes. Um, I, I think um, the support comes from people sort of seeing themselves within me a little bit, um, seeing what I seeing themselves within me, um, friend in their head, kind of. Um, I tweeted something the other day. I was just like, you know, the people that do coke have this weird sisterhood, solidarity, <laughs> and shit like that, and. We do, <laughs> and we do. We like we look out for each other in a weird way, and I can't fully explain it. Um, and I can't fully, especially when you know the other person is at that point. I think I'm just making an analogy um, <laughs> to like how the, yeah, that that support, um, or how I feel supported, or whatever. But as far as like following and stuff like that, like, no, like haters, no. I haven't intentionally put myself out there enough to have haters, and um, because they have nothing to really hate on. I don't really do anything <laughs> to, to you know be like you hated, know what's funny about that comment. Um, you say you don't really do anything, but I feel like I'm not <laughs> privy. I know a little bit, and I feel like. You probably do you have a second cell phone? Like I feel like you're somebody who would that girl likely have a second number, an email address, and a whole calendar of shit that's happening. That's not because I don't want to blow up your spot, and you don't have to divulge more than you want to. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's shit going on Mm -hmm. as far as in in like different channels of what you are involved with and doing. Yeah, and. Sometimes you might be more at the fore of it, and sometimes you might be not. Maybe that's changing. That's that's changing. But you're still very involved. That is changing. I'm gonna be more on the out front. I'm not gonna be no bitches, um, secret mood board. I'm not gonna be that girl anymore. (laughs) Um, Good. I think. um, Yeah, I'm not gonna be some bitches 
secret taste <laughs> in the back. Like, no, like. I wasn't even thinking secret taste. I was thinking like. I'm not like behind be the scenes creative genius. mistress. Yeah, create yeah, the creative gonna, director yeah, who doesn't get the cred. Yeah, I'm not gonna be no one's creative mistress anymore. I think I made that. That was a Good. COVID thing. Even though I like being a mistress. Um He says very pointedly into the microphone yes, for anyone I, listening. <laughs> I like being a mistress. Um, you know, that's okay with me. I don't really see certain things as anything that has like a negative connotation. I'm challenging it and I'm and I'm trying to re not like um, not all of a sudden like um, ghetto means glamorous or some some shit like that. But I'm definitely nothing is like negative in my book. But as far as like um, behind the scenes shit, I think for me, that's kind of corny. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. It was cute back then. It was cute, but now. But I'm gonna be in my 30s soon, so it's oh like. Oh shit. Um, Godfather shit stepping up. Yeah, it's it it's like it's it's like if 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 not now then when like you know. I love it. Yeah. Will you invite me to your coming out party? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm coming out. I think I'm coming more out. Hopefully, I can get a following on my projects more than me, because I'm a bit like. I think I'm a bit too dark-sided for, like, public. Can you list some projects that people might know that aren't, or do you, maybe not? <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. You don't have to. No. You don't um, have to. That's all in the past. All right. No problem. That's all in the past. Listen, we're going to move on to some quick fire. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. Here we cool. go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Black or white? White. Hot or cold? This nigga said white. Cold. <laughs> what i'm faster, <laughs> fast or slow slow soft or hard soft spoon or fork fork snoop dog or 21 savage snoop hoodie or crew neck Ooh, <laughs> both <laughs> high top or low top shoe um I don't really do kicks. Okay, well like high ankle or low ankle shoe. Doesn't have to be sneaks. You like uh, a hot you like an ankle boot or a ooh. loafer? No loafers. There's an alarm going on yeah. outside on Canal Street. I hope everyone can hear this. You're in no the hood loafers? now, baby. <laughs> You're in the hood now, baby. No loafers. Let me look at Taryn. Taryn, can you hear that? car alarm very clearly awesome okay so we pause well, let's just keep oh, talking it's off. so it's off let's try it let's just keep talking i had some other oh okay rapid fire continues you ready if you could not very rapid <laughs> <laughs> not all of them are either uh, okay, or answers okay, okay. Shut, just, just okay. go with it i'm the host okay if you could remake any movie what would it be and which role would you play in it? This is a recurring question. Get out. Word. And I'll do uh, the the white man going to the black family's house. Okay. <laughs> Word. Because it's some psychological <laughs> shit in that shit, too. Do you want to elaborate? 
it's some it's a it's a lot of psycho violence that happens on both sides of the fence. That's a great answer. Yeah. Get if out. you could take one album with you, Desert Island album, only one, only one, start to finish, what album is it? Anita Baker, Soul <gasps> Inspirations. Oh my God. Did you answer that because of me? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you? Oh. I'm the biggest Anita Baker Shut fan. Shut the fuck up. Get I out of here. I love Girls with Deep Voices. I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest <laughs> Anita Baker fan. <laughs> All right, you ready? A few yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Sparkling or still? Sparkling. Laces or Velcro? Laces. Headphones or earpods? Headphones. Facial hair or no facial hair? Um, both. Braids or fade? Both. You can't. That's not. Oh, it. It was, I, I uh, gave you a quick pass okay, with yeah, the okay, facial. Okay, okay. You have to like. You have to um, pick. That's the whole point. Braids or fade? Um, braids. I like a bit of maintenance. Yeah. Um, plastic surgery or aging naturally? Plastic surgery. <laughs> a thousand percent. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Men and women. All right. Have uh, you'll be f- you you're open to it. Done it. Word. I love you. <laughs> Done it. Lipo. Oh, word. Yeah, and I gained the weight back. How did you feel after? Um, I felt great. It was like a good, the way it came, well, it was my first time. All right, so how I got the lipo, I had saw, for, I was in a paparazzi photo, and I was like, ew, gross. Oh, man. Yes. That's awful. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get, I was like, I'm going to get lipo, whatever. And I got it. And it was cool for like 18 months. But when like you're traveling and working on other people's dimes, like you're buying, (laughs) you're ordering whatever food you want. And I just didn't um, upkeep. But the thing with lipo, though, and plastic surgery that I would say, I wasn't even um, uh, that critical of my body before. Mm -hmm. But after plastic surgery, you become more critical of your body oh man like let's say i would let's say you think all right you would think about your body before i would say you would think about your body once an hour after plastic surgery you think about your body maybe five times five more times an hour of your body so you do that's so toxic that sounds toxic um, it does. There's always room for improvement. You know, even God makes mistakes. Um, but as we can see in society today, um, I would, you know, with lipo, you have to do it at least twice to get it right for sure. And I thought, um, there's this thing when like, uh, uh people other than white get plastic surgery it's always connected to self-hatred but like you know um it it it's it could be a little bit of that you know that people used to say a little bit of slave rape goes a long way but (sighs) but 
that was like the people used to actually say those kind of things but <laughs> um what but the self-hate is taught is what is, I'm, is what I'm kind of cringing at. It's not um, about what you just said. It's like I um, agree that the self-hate and the markers of beauty and I, standards I, I, are. I, dis- I, I disagree in a sense where, like, you know, some people get broader noses. Some people. But I've, who decided? I've, but the fact I've, that we said it's broader than what? You're, there's a marker of what it's broader than broader is what than, I'm saying. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I think I think there are, there are a lot of um, other people that do things that try to that are more afro centric and it doesn't get branded as self-hate i mean it, it gets bit as uh fi- fixing and making it better and making it sexier but not self-hate and when someone that naturally has that it has just a negative connotation but my point mm-hmm. is um i'm not going to get plastic surgery again because it made me a bit more critical than I, um, that I even intended to be, and I want and I want to say, you know, to everyone that thinks they have a any sort of this uh, dysmorphia out there, there's someone there to fuck you. There is people that like people with eight toes. That's what I ha- that's what I know for sure. Just being outside in the streets for real. Um, there's someone that wants to, f- you're 600 pounds. There's more people that want to fuck you than someone that's their, their actual, what their weight is supposed to be. There's some, there's somebody, mm-hmm. if that's not even just, there's someone that likes what you have to present. But that's the, that's the thing. Interesting thing though. You're so, I'm so glad you meant you said that. Especially you just have to look for went, it. Especially someone who went through the plastic surgery and mm-hmm. is reflecting on it in post, but mm-hmm. it takes something like that. And hopefully even hearing it is enough, but mm-hmm. it's hard to recognize that when you're in that situation of self hate, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, how long in my life did I hate my forehead? Mm-hmm. I mean, this forehead, you know, people, it's not self hate like, though. It's not self-hate. It's it's taught hate. It's taught self-hate. Mm. It is self-hate, but it's it's learned. Mm. You know, I didn't think anything was wrong with it until someone pointed out that it reminded them of some other person's big forehead. Mm. But big, what, that's what I'm saying. You said broad nose, and I'm like, big forehead compared to what? Mm-hmm. You know, some, some mm-hmm. like little white girl, I remember very clearly when I was in grade four, made a comment about my nose. She still remembers that. I remember I'm that shit. You know, like it made me look in the mirror and do that like nose squeeze mm. shit. Like and you do co- the thing to think to see what your face would look like if you had a mm. narrower, not this like broad. Mm-hmm. So she called it a pig nose, you know, and I was mm-hmm. only eight, so I couldn't really process it. Mm-hmm. Or like mentioning my forehead's big or like my lips are big mm-hmm. or, you know, they have also learned these points of what is considered beautiful and normal and acceptable. Mm-hmm. And are dishing it back in this really not yet learned way and of I think, socializing. And I think, you know, kids should have a hazing process. That's just life. It's only preparing you for what's really happening. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we have some. You know, you have to have children so, services. Yes, shit over you here. have. So, you have to have. Um, I had someone gassing my head up, making me feel that's better good. than I was. That's, that's what needs to happen. And I don't though. know if that um, 
but that happening didn't like in school wise it just didn't it wasn't it, i don't think it had that much of like a positive effect in in me as an individual yes but like certain things in like other people's world like no i say all this to say try it like try whatever you want to try with plastic surgery mm-hmm. but like don't get even more um critical of yourself because of it mm. um that's it that's a great message yeah i love you for being honest about that experience i also know someone i'm who honest about all <laughs> i'm honest about all of the experiences what else you want to i want it you want it you want me to ask you if it has me? nothing to do with the, the past well, what's Clients? the past? Oh. <laughs> then I'm fine. This nigga knows exactly what I'm about yeah. <laughs> If it doesn't have anything to do with the past clients, I'm fine. <laughs> well, we can leave it at that. Okay. We don't have to bring up anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll just wrap it up, you know? Thank you I want to keep going. Here. All right, let's do it. I want to keep going. Here, let's do it. Let me give you one let's, more. Let me give put, you a little. Everybody's on OT. I'm going to leave with my Desert Island album, which is Mary J. Blige, My Life. If I could only, if I was told to She only wants to be listen, a girl in her 20s so bad. <laughs> One Go with the things. Listen, uh, <laughs> you're not it, that girl anymore. Let me tell y'all: if anybody, including myself, played this album for the first time, this is a really today, good one. It's the best album. You know what a testament is to being able to play an album from start to finish without skipping. Mm-hmm. Skits included. Skits included. But they bring skits, skits back. Bring skits. I was going to mention back. that. We got distracted because I was so no, enamored. you got distracted. <laughs> I got distracted by talking about your genius show. What I really wanted to do was first dive into the Tony history, but the skits of that. Bring skits back, Bring baby. skits back. Bring what we were talking about. I think also, I didn't say I wouldn't talk about Drake anymore, but quick point to Drake. Mm-hmm. People who recognize this the artist tree of having a 4.3 minute song mm-hmm. stretch into a 10 minute video mm-hmm. you know that was a real genuine thing that existed mm-hmm. it was the only thing you could do for a video i think r kelly did it best r kelly had trilogies yeah that were Tra- 13 minutes each yes and then sold the trapped DVDs in the closet, of trapped in a, the closet yeah, part six is like, one yeah. of the um greatest music social experiments here's an example like, too on this bridget album. start a fucking midget it's like damn listen to this mary j blige has a keith murray interlude on her album just like 23 seconds people talking around over it that's a cd going inside cd changer genius it's a good way to promote another artist on the same label there's Pop so many in. there's so many things that don't happen like this anymore and we I need we more bring it back yeah we need I, w- I hate to say no actually i don't hate to say this we need more dog Talk whistling about your white people we need more dog whistling let's start dog whistling yeah let's get more dog whistling 
let's not make the advertising so obvious. Let's get huh. some, let's, let's add some codes in there. Dog whistling. What a great analogy. Yeah, let's get that in there. Let's 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 let's, let's throw that in there. Let's get some. Let's bring symbolism back. Yeah. Let's and bring symbolism back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely gonna make it to Detroit. Oh my God! To see your show, and then I we're off to Canada, right across the bridge. Where are you, where is it going? Is going to Toronto? No, no, no. I'm kidding. Windsor. Oh, it should. All though. the okay. All, I but was, if it I was should looking go for anywhere, Airbnb. I was looking for Airbnb, and all the good ones were in Windsor. Because people do that crossover, Cross- le- like legit. I know. I was literally Detroit. gonna do that, but COVID. I was literally gonna do that, but well. The place that this No Gyal Can Test show should exist, if anywhere else in the world, other than Jamaica, is Toronto. Legit. I mean, it has the, it has like the most loving, creative, open expat demographic of Caribbean immigrants. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> bring, bring up your bring up your bring up the stuff. Let me. You want me to pull this up? Allegedly, um, just it should be in Toronto. Is what I'm saying. Yes, I would like for the show to um, be, you know, as much places as possible. Um, I think the interesting, except Belgium. Yeah, I think um, the mo- we don't fuck with Belgium. The the interesting part of it being Detroit, you know, I think um, people may be seeing the the direct the parallels and the sort of Venn diagram of it all between um, Black American culture and Caribbean culture. Detroit kind of being um, sonically um, the place that a lot of um, pop, sort of how um, Africanness sort of seemed it way in, into pop culture through Detroit with all the you know way um, techno Motown museum Motown Demf, there was like the digital they, electronic they, music festival. They also there. have the Jim Crow Museum, which yes. which is one of the inspirations for my show. Uh-huh. I went to the Jim Crow Museum last uh two years ago and it's this guy this professor who is african-american who has been like collecting racist memorabilia um since the 70s so he has shit from i don't know when to current and i think it was super i don't know if it's actually called the Jim Crow, Crow Museum of Racist Memorabilia. Yes, and he had racist napkins and um Was he from the fifties. Yes. Um and the and this is the only time where the fact that he's black made it better. <laughs> this is the only time where I'm just like, whoa, okay, you kinda went there with this shit. And to have it at a university, like it's it's a he has, you know, one of the uh, doorways is an open Sambo mouth and I was just like ah you're like killing it you're killing it you're killing it like I was just like shit you're killing it with and then like how he curate he does like different shows curates the materials and then just like when you see all the napkins displayed and menus and just like by itself 
it just puts um it he it, he does something where the brashness is like he isn't playing on our sensitivities mm. it's more just like this is facts this is this is facts and here it is behind a glass wall and um and here is one of this um here is a a step to where we are now in society yeah. either it's a step up or a step down but it's a sort of it's sort of interesting and that's what made me started collecting clothes from the dance hall people jewelry shit toenails um i even collected toenails from wow. someone um of like a fake a fake uh how they when their toenails came off i was like give them to me um they were that special i wanted to highlight the sort of alienness of you know dance hall when you talk about it you th you people think about yeah the sonic the audio and all that shit but i kind of wanna um what i wanted to do was sort of highlight the nucleus like what keeps the party actually going if there's not a bunch of women at the dance it's considered a flop it's a flop um if there's not these specific type of women it's really a flop um but they carved that out though they they created and it was space this delayed sexual revolution it. totally um where it was just like okay we're gonna um we are going to be the antithesis of the vicissitudes of slavery and um we're just going to It's more than the antithesis, though, for me. Sorry to cut you mm -hmm. off. It's like, I'm about to be the antithesis and the rebrand, mm -hmm. remake, reserve, rewrite, yeah. redish. Yeah. Y'all think that I can't, my eyebrows can't look like this? <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking and ouch and when it, I walk out the house. Yeah. And I'm it, fucking as sexy as shit. Y'all tried to tell me I didn't. For me, it's like, mm. And there's some things it's that really I wouldn't hard. get because I'm a guy. I know. And it's really hard for me not to gush too much. Mm -hmm. I really try also with a few past, many all past guests really. It's like I invite gush, friends. Gush, I need it. I need it. I need <laughs> I, I invite need some friends confidence. who are artists in their own right and really talented who I know I can talk to with ease. Sorry, previous interviewees. She's gushing <laughs> over me more, bitches. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's like, it is, it's true. It's when I see those moments, you know, it rem it's, it's like, I can appreciate so much more with every year of my life, mm -hmm. how much those women, you know, my whole family's from Trinidad mm -hmm. and, oh, many and I'm of them getting were into raised, that. Many of them were, you'll get, yeah, get into that Trini side. Yeah. I want to. But many of, you know, everyone except me was born there mm -hmm. and my siblings. And then we were <laughs> raised, raised in Canada. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's a huge part of my life and childhood and upbringing. And for me, seeing women from the Caribbean and the colonial state, that mm -hmm. is really key for people listening. If you don't understand the the depths of colonial trauma you know, my family, Ask my ancestors, Markle. my ancestors, 
That's what, my, we, that's what I wanted for her. We wanted her to be the head of state of all wanted, the Caribbean. We wanted her to bring it back to do I that. Wanted we her wanted to her, be the her head in that convertible. State. We wanted her in that convertible waving to the people. Megan, you gave me you purposeless. You still need to. You still need no. to do it. My family. You could have been the head so of state dark. of Barbados. They like everyone in my family who is from of my father's generation and still there, which is dozens. Mm-hmm give these stories of the of the queen they're like giving to the monarchy because that's what they were taught though it's like it's it's only one degree of separation Mm -hmm. why did all of my cousins and siblings get married and the only the only wedding images on the wall are the ones that are light and bright they've been so inundated so your wedding pictures are up there they don't know anything (laughs) about They don't know. They don't shit about me. It would be up there if I had a wedding. If I had a wedding, it we definitely know those would. We those, 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 co- those pictures by the judge. They love their grandson. Yes, okay? that's, we know those that's pictures real. with the court. That's one, that's one thing about keeping that side of my family away from them. It's like I don't want that They fake. lucked up. They <laughs> lucked up. Megan, can you just fucking let me sorry. give my heartfelt Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't want you giving your say, heart out out here. What I'm trying to say is... Ouch crew, like what I was trying to say to you when I'm feeling it. And Mm. in that moment, if you could just any, you don't have to have a Caribbean legacy or connection, but if you do, it's even stronger. And if you don't, you could still recognize this group of black women Mm -hmm. reinventing. We talked about plastic surgery, ideas Mm -hmm. of beauty, ideas of normalcy. Mm -hmm. Imagine trying to recreate that fucking then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when my cousin was literally burned out of his house for coming out as gay mm-hmm. in Trinidad. Not in 1860 fucking five. <laughs> yes, 1990. That shit was cur- that shit was 1996, mm-hmm. you know? And when I saw him coming to live with us and not re- I was so young to not realize it. People who tried to take the reality they were forced with and recreate something like the Ouch Crew, like for me that shit doesn't get enough credit i'm getting Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to get emotional i'm just exhausted and overwhelmed but i am feeling heartfelt and thinking about like we're holding hands it's true it's really true for me it's like you know my sister my loving sister who i praise more than any other female in my life shout out big sis shout out carol gill a gill carol she got a big sister (laughs) too (laughs) <laughs> Shout out Carol with her big sister name. But it's like, imagine black women, especially women, especially women in this moment of colonialism, trying to recreate their reality. But you found a fucking, talk about cruel love. Mm-hmm. Talk about what I was saying earlier about it doesn't Female. matter if you, uh, if you like the aesthetic I'm dishing or you like the vibe. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Make your own fucking blouse mm-hmm. and skirt and shoes them mm-hmm. and bring it up. You want to bleach? Cool. You don't want to bleach? That's fine. Mm-hmm. You want to do your hair that way? You want to come out? We are coming out in gang, 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 gang. Because mm-hmm. these white people told us that we weren't shit mm-hmm. and told our grandparents not to put our photos on the wall. I mm-hmm. literally saw my grandmother not put my sister's wedding picture on their wall because she married a Jamaican man. Mm-hmm. And Jamaican yeah. depth with trinidad was so weird and arbitrary and <laughs> yes, i was like we get i'm like granny what are you talking about and she went into some weird diatribe about as far it ended with the queen like yes you know, it's like as far as like with that it's like haiti jamaica 
and then I don't know what the other corner of of sort of like who's it's the arbitrary. Sort of, That's the point, yes. though. It's it's arbitrary in who gives us those points of reference. So shout mm-hmm. out Ouch Crew mm-hmm. for doing shit that if nobody can appreciate. Shout as out much Sandra as Lee, have, Sandra, my face. Yes, so, Sandra, shout out Sandra. I want to have lunch Sandra and dinner Pinky. with you every day for the rest, rest of my life. Shout out to the Miss. Shout out to the little Miss Sandra. Shout out to the crew who realized. It didn't matter what the fuck anyone else thought about what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I feel so I'm so enamored with everything about that show, which is why we went there earlier than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like for anyone listening, you think you're doing some shit that's different and cool. Even you and I sitting yeah. right here, we think we're doing something different. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. We ain't put we we are not up against the same shit Ouch Crew was up against. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then bitches. Th- th- they are the proto Beyonce, in <laughs> yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, no register of measure, no mm-hmm. marker of expectation. They set the bar, mm-hmm. recreated a measure of judgment. Mm-hmm. Can y'all imagine what that fucking feels recreated like? Recreated the image of a country. Recreated the image of what women could look, look like, like and yeah. be and mm-hmm. feel in public. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, y'all think I, you know. Candid disclosure again, Ebony talking to Akeem across the table. My husband was just like, so are you ever going to wax your underarms again? And I was like, actually, probably not. Yeah. You know why? That shit's uncomfortable as fuck. I don't give a fuck what it looks like. Toxic femininity. I'm snatched. (laughs) I feel good about myself. Whatever snatch means to you, I'm still double digits in my Mm -hmm. sizes. That doesn't mean shit. Do mm. I want to shave my underarms? Nah, me. Mm. You know why? Fucking Sandra. <laughs> Give me. G- that's what I mean. That could yeah. that could be real inspiration for some people. And she still look hot. Give me that shit. She's I want to wear nude, sheer <laughs> bodysuit with no bra, and I look. Every other part of me hits standards uh, see, of beauty. Yes. I'm gonna raise my arm in that jam. Yeah. And y'all are gonna see the spray <laughs> deodorant. Yeah. That bubbles up. Yes. In it. And I don't care. I think um, what a lot of people did get from the show, they really did miss being outside. And they were just like, you know, we want to get dressed up and have some and have nowhere to go or somewhere. Yeah, I wanted the sweaty vibes. Mm -hmm. I I wanted the dressed up sweaty vibes. Yeah, I think um, I hope that's what I sort of took from it from myself, because even looking even looking at the photos and shit, I'm like, who's taking photos of me? I be looking cute and shit. Like, you know, I was really thinking about that. I'm like, look at me in here all scruffy, all in here editing and st- like, who's taking photos of me? Like, you know, that video was crazy though. Just so, for the record, it's my favorite shit ever. <laughs> everyone watched that three channel video. <laughs> really, really so good. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I was really just like, okay, when I a part of like my COVID thing is like, you know, I'm gonna, however I see myself in my head, I'm going to make it happen and not just, um, I'm going to be more of a, a, a walking example. The issue with being a walking example of your sort of taste and create is like bitches be biting out here. There's a lot of biting ass hoes. So that's, that's, that's why, that's that's the reason why you haven't seen me all dolled up, you know. But you tired of being the reference. You wanted to be the creator, you know. You wanted to benefit off of your own thing. Mm. But um, I think, I think um, 
And also, I didn't think no place was like worth it. Like, who who's gonna? What place actually deserves to see me at my best, visually? Like how I choose to adore myself. And um, I don't. Um, I'm saying this to say that like if you come to the show. If you're having anxieties about being outside, of like missing outside and missing communicating with friends, this is going to heighten that. Mm-hmm. And also, and I would say, it's a cold world out there. If you don't want nothing to happen to you, stay inside your house. I mean, <laughs> would Sam Period. say that? She definitely would. She really? she definitely would if you don't want if you don't actually we could we could call her it's, we can yes we could call her oh my god don't play with me Perry good <laughs> let's see what she's let's see what she's on oh my god I just got I just got a little bit flush in my cheeks thinking about oh. calling Sandra let's I'm also see. like. I don't need to make excuses. I'm not trying to, oh my God, make Ouch Crew sound like more than they are, but I feel like people don't understand the weight of what they actually provided. Let's see if she answers. Oh, she hasn't answered. Okay. Okay. Let's call. Who should we call? Talk to Sandra. Anyone. Yeah, Carlene, 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 yeah. Remind me to tell you about the time I got called out pretending I was from Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Carlene, what are you doing? I'm not doing nothing, my baby. I'm just being gone. Carlene, I'm on the radio right now. Hi. You're on the radio? Yes. What are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> I'm a Love little you. Carlene, tell people why they should come to No Gout Contest. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Tell people why they should come to No Gout Contest. I didn't hear that again. Who okay, tell people why they should come to No Gout Contest. Why they why they should come to? Yes. The best exhibition in the world. Authentic okay all right Carleen actually let's let's let me ask you like a question right all right how do you feel about a stranger coming what um I'm pretty sure other people have came to you and asked you for like photos and videos and stuff about your life what what made this scenario so different the person who came to me, I could feel the realness. I could feel and see the love. I looked at the work that he put in, which is you, Akeem, and saw that this wasn't an overnight production. This was somebody who understood uh-huh. respect and love the culture, the dancehall culture of Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. And so I felt the connection. and But the, the work that you came to me, showing me that you was very serious, 
unlike a lot of people start with me and then they want to take it there. You came ready. <laughs> you could have had an exhibition without me. That's how great uh, you were when you came to me. Uh, you have pictures of me that I never <laughs> Right. And I want, so basically, Carleen is going to be a part of this series called Dantor Diaries, mm-hmm. where I have a few of the women from the dancehall scene and they're they're going to there's going to be a moderator and then there's going to be pictures of them and they're going to sort of explain their look of the night that's a part of one of the programming that mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. for in the detroit? show in detroit we don't know where we're going to film okay. it yet hopefully detroit yeah um that'll be better for me but you can kind for me you know it's not about me saying how this has affected me and da da da. The archive is still present. It's here. It can speak for itself. Yeah. And um, what I the the things that I make out of it has nothing to do with their experience at all. Yeah. But it'll be great to sort of um, with in in Black history in general. There's a lot of um, deep dark holes and you, there's not a lot of first pair narratives and mm-hmm. I want them to have the time to speak for it can themselves. I, can I speak to Carlene right now? Yes. Carlene, oh. can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, I'm, you have a call coming in from this uh, person. Yeah. I'm about to end it. Yeah. Carlene, I feel <laughs> like a f- huge fan. I'm not even really sure what to say to you right now, but... Um, I'm speaking with Akeem because I know and love him very much and I love the exhibition he created um, and I'm very proud and honored to know him and y'all and the fact that it's touring to Detroit. But I wanted to just point to the fact that a large part of this exhibition and the majority of it is not Akeem's doing. It's mm-hmm. It's very much his research and... Um, you guys is yeah it's Akeem's research and dedication to the story but for everyone who needs to know what's really up it's about Ouch Crew and as women in a in a time when visibility was very difficult doing their Carlene is not Carlene is not in Ouch she was before Ouch actually she's before Ouch because she was already in Jamaica doing doing it and then Ouch came down to Jamaica and started doing it. Right. So even more mm-hmm. pressing to say um, the lack of acknowledgement that's given to women who are pushing against a lot of rigid boundaries. I'm just really I'm just really excited for this thing to be seen by more people and proud to have you even speak on this podcast for a moment. So thank you. You're most welcome. Um, Akeem is a great part of it because this culture, um, especially the dancehall and the female, you know, express, expressing themselves part of it with the sexuality started with me. Mm-hmm. But without somebody with a vision to take what I did in 92 on to 2021, well, 20 to 21, is really the podcast mm-hmm. to make the world know what exists then in the past, take it into the future mm-hmm. and so I, I have Akeem on a high statuette oh my god no she don't a, <laughs> yes, a lot of people a lot of people come and they just want to rape 
the culture. They don't care about its history. Mm-hmm. And nothing makes sense if you don't get it from where it starts. Where, where, where it will end, we might not be alive. So where it's going, always not as important as where it's coming from. And so for this, I give my hat off to Akeem, not only being a young person, just that he had a chance to grow in a household that is part of the history, which is the old crew. So while he was there, he was being molded to carry on this legacy, although he wasn't living it, Mm -hmm. if you understand. So as I'm saying to you, a lot of people come to our island, take what they can, and they go. They credit nobody. They don't care if it continues today, tomorrow, next year. They do the moment. This young man has been doing this for years, putting his research, his livelihood, what he has lived through, what he sees, what he has captured through videotape, pictures, um, bush, think everything that he could grasp and make you who have been probably I don't know if you have ever been to a dance hall back in the 90s or any other time so you can now see and understand it through the eyes of what he has put through yes it's privileged that he has the beginners mm-hmm. to have you know somebody like me who is a part of, of what he's doing but as I'm saying I'm more honored based on what he has done and continued to do. This is the first of its kind. So I'm trying to show you where it was, that people had the love for it, but only for a moment or a monetary issue. You understand? He has put a lot of time. He has gotten nose. He has gotten bull. He has Mm. gotten run her own. He has gotten ripped off. He has gotten promises. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think... um, I think it wouldn't be possible Car- if he never, you know, continued to fight as one of the, the I think the Africanness in him, that's what keeps the struggle going. So till until today it's real. Carleen, I want people to also there would be an a special um a print of Carleen in addition of 30 that's going to be available for purchase signed by her let me get one of those yeah it's gonna be super sick it's like a it's i a, mean carlene it's you know, a rare poster i'm not trying to interrupt the vibe and the credit that's being given to akeem because <laughs> you like you more than me carlene you more than me recognize the credit where it's due but i love akeem 100 percent. but i just want to say as someone from the outside of this project and as a black woman and as a black woman i just want to say one it's so um first of all i don't give a fuck about my listeners right now for <laughs> real like uh, this is this is this feels like it's me and and ju- it feels like it's the three of us i don't care who's listening because as somebody who, yes, I'm not Jamaican, but I am Trini. Mm-hmm. Slightly different, but still cut. We are blood related. We're still from the colonial cloth. And why I say that is coming up and seeing women like you and your crew and people that you supported also and recognizing what you did to pave the way is like... Akeem did something great, yes, which is 
shed more light on this globally but you actually yeah you actually did it Mm -hmm. so i just want to take a point as someone who's not the artist who's not akeem and someone who's a fan of the show to say you know we love seeing you you in your bodysuit on the slopes yeah we love seeing it we (laughs) love seeing you flex i want flex from you and people who can see that it's possible Mm-hmm. And if you didn't think it reached anybody, it did. And um, to have the strength to do that, at especially in a moment when there was very little visible support and still just charging through. I just want to say I'm just being a real fangirl right now, Carlene. Mm-hmm. I'm just but um, thank you. Y'all did it. Akeem just <laughs> Akeem, Akeem just collected it, but did a great <laughs> job putting it on. But he didn't do sh- he didn't, didn't do that do shit. shit. He yeah. didn't do shit. Y'all did it, and we love you for it. And I can attest to moments of me watching videos. Yes, and, we're getting Carly and hoping, here for the hoping to be diaries. like that shit. So we love you. Look, we love you, Carlene. I mean, <laughs> black women everywhere should understand what it means to put to break boundaries. And now I'm getting too fangirl. But thank you, Carlene. I'm so excited. Carlene, I'm gonna call you later. Yes. Please don't. Please don't. Because we need you more now than ever. And um, if anyone listening is not privy to this information, like y'all should get hip. You think you're breaking down just walls? Gargle Carlene Dancehall Queen. Yeah. (laughs) Carlene Dancehall Queen. Y'all listening ain't doing shit except. you're you're not re- you're not inventing anything. You're reinventing what already happened at a time that was harder for people. Um, so I wouldn't say they're reinventing it either. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Word up. Fair. Of course, it's just from off of what they saw, but didn't capture correctly. Okay, Carlene, let me let me ask you this. All right, let's say let's say you were um. 21 years old right now what would you uh-huh. be wearing at a party right now oh well depends on the party okay. firstly I would not be at the party unless I was paid <laughs> <laughs> okay okay just make that clear okay my image is what I was selling so I can't be going to a party for free and then expect you to pay to see me so if you saw me in a party you could look at any clip Included my friends. They would pay me to turn up there. Um, my job is my job, and my private life is my private life. So going to a dance or any other party, I would make sure that you would see me. And yeah. you would see me differently from all the 2,000 girls that would be in the party. You would take a different look. You would take another look at, at me at 21. Whoa. Yes. All right. I I want Everyone a specific. Take note, please. I want a specific. If if you could, what what would you wear at a party right like right now, if you were twenty one years old? So Just, I would be going in. Let's say I'm going to British Lincoln. Okay. So let's take that as that's one of the top parties mm-hmm. back then in the nineties, late nineties, although in late nineties. So I would be walking in. I would be wearing a mesh black see-through mesh with 
You've done that already. You've done, that doesn't count. Wait, I'm going to stop her. She's done that already. That doesn't count. Hey, hey, hey. That, that counts. Yes. No, 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 no. She's that done counts. that already. She's done that Nigga, already. Nigga, that shit counts. Okay, so okay. you're saying to do it today. All right, so oh. today... 21 I'm 21 years old This is how. So when they turn the light off, as they do a lot here, no, I would be glowing. Boom. Period. Word. Okay, I'm ending period. it with that. Period. period. Carly, I'm gonna call you later. <laughs> Carlene, thank you so, so, so much. Thank you so much. Game changer, Carlina. This bitch went on the fucking slopes. Sundance. She was at Sundance Sundance promoting a movie on the slopes, Mm -hmm. wearing something that most definitely supposed to. You are not supposed to wear, and uh, oh, not. I mean, supposed to. Whatever, whatever. whatever. Not a traditional gear. It's It's not not ski. None of it was ski gear, especially the yellow wig. It was not protective. Yes, it was not protective. It was a sheer bodysuit. It is a video too. It's the most beautiful appearance on a slope. I mean, listen, this bitch is going to PubCon concert concerts in Tobago. Like I, I like that's my aspiration. Like I want. I did that shit and I check it off. Like I did that with my sister. Right. We're like, we need to go to TNT this Christmas because Popcorn's going to be here and our friend's doing the thing and we got to see the concert and we got to see this and we got to see Marshall and we got to... So to speak to a, a woman mm-hmm. um, of Caribbean descent and upbringing who's still there to recognize what someone like that came, like went through um, and made some crazy shit happen that mm-hmm. for, like I'm still she, at a loss for words the first before I was, but I, I I'm uh, yeah I'm still at a loss that. for words I yeah. know I, I thank you for correcting me I was just like under the ouch um, yeah. umbrella oh, but of the course ours, I, the ouch represents more female agency Colleen had their crew too they were called um what, what was the name what was Naked Posse Naked Posse was the name of their crew and they was just known for um, th- they were the first to be like himpy, skimpy, tights, panties, bras only. No cover-ups. Like but nobody can fully appreciate. Pop- not, not nobody. But they didn't operate not- as a female agency. You know, she was a, she was a, not, it was like a, it was her, Sharon Rambo, mm. um, Pinky, her sister, and 
Lana, all gorgeous. Um, she's, you know, it was it was it was great. Naked. They was just naked. It was called the naked posse. But what I'm saying now, in mm-hmm. hindsight, like in, upon reflection, to call yourself the naked <laughs> posse, mm-hmm. that shit takes balls. Mm-hmm. Like and not get and not getting the credit for it when you're dishing it. Mm-hmm. Like the bitch sounds like she's 23 right now, <laughs> talking about what she's about to wear to the next jam. You want gold feathers to your knees with boots up at the bottom, and it's it's lit like you step on it like a kid's shoe. Have you been absorbing everything I've been watching for the past eight to ten years? That sh- that's genius. Yeah, she. Um, I think I like. I think that yeah, that's the there's that thing where I was just like I think. Real creatives are really always trying to teeter that line between individualism and 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 groupthink. The teetering for me, the teetering between the line is penis versus vagina, because this bitch mm. would have been head of a huge conglomerate corporation mm-hmm. of some creative shit if she had a penis. Mm-hmm. And that's the most crass LB, like that's the most direct LB about identity in this culture. Like, well. Um, I, I, I'm speaking also mm-hmm. to family who is still coming up there mm-hmm. and being being I don't want to be dramatic but actually banished out mm-hmm. of their households mm-hmm. for shit that they believe and do in 2021 mm-hmm. and imagine what it was like then for mm-hmm. women who are the second the secondary gender they mm-hmm. are not the f- the formative gender of anything that is at the mm-hmm. fore and still pushing through it and holding mm-hmm. steadfast to it to this day i feel yeah i feel tasked to make sure there's more of it. like this show is like this platform of like I- imagine and she I- I and, and, even, and her situation is even, even more complicated because you know she comes from a large family she has 11 other sisters no brothers and I like that. I was like, I could just imagine even just the female version of 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 suppression. But imagine what it's like not to give that shit up, though. Mm, yeah. To not give up that position to mm-hmm. the, after decades. Like you still, that's tried and true, and you believe in that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is from an era where the queen was still visiting the colonies. Mm-hmm. And my aunties and grannies would line up, would line up for that shit in their Sunday best and talk about the stories of the visit. Yeah, let's talk about Meghan Markle. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, let's end it on Meghan. <laughs> I can't. Okay, let's go. All right, forget it. Next episode, episode 12, we'll get to Megan. Megan. And um, her purposeless time at the at the at, at the castle. <laughs> Give me, let's let me. Play you were supposed hall. to have a plan. Let me play a dance hall track. You were supposed to have a plan. You were purposeless. No, she Tyler she Perry's thought. Mansion. Ah! <laughs> Don't give me. Ah! No, he... Purposeless. Well, you know what, Tyler. Tyler Perry's mansion was overshadowing and foreshadowing. Yeah, my life. but Tyler, what what yeah. happened after for me was the press putting into a package what happened to Diana versus mirroring what's S- happening to Megan. It's the same shit. 
It's not the same. Except my, my love, Harry, sided with his woman and left. But, okay. Akeem took his <laughs> hand off of his drink yeah, and I'm put good. his hands in his pocket. What's up? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Come I'm, on. It's given purposeless. You don't go into the God. you don't go into the um the KKK house and not have a plan. She had no plan. Angel facing a devil heart exactly. You have a master plan when you enter an institution. She did not though. She was in that's love. The, that's the issue. That's the issue. If I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Maxie. And I'll nickname her Maxie. <laughs> Pretty face and bad characters. Exactly. Exactly. That's how you get away with stuff. Wouldn't it be fab if Megan was like head of state of all the Caribbean colonies? I don't know. I think that, I would, be that would be fab. fab. I, I know that, that would be fab. I thought that would be fab. I thought, I thought, I thought, I feel like, okay, let me say it like this, right? This playlist is called Dance Hall Classics, and these are not Dance Hall Classics. Let Very me good. say this. If 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 my little sister were to bring home a guy, he would probably get a hard t- as an in law. He would probably get a hard time for like the first two years. In laws are not easy in the first place. Mm-hmm. Rather it be from the royal family mm-hmm. or the a normal people or bringing a non trini into my own family. Yes. Yes. I think in I think. For me, how I f- took away from it, it wasn't enough time put in for you to really change people's change people's minds. If that was sort of the gold, I don't think it was the but, gold. But but we're coming, we're coming. But but I'm co- I'm where I'm coming from is a place where like where I'm and this is my own disability. You're sort of taught you have to be better and smarter than um the white person to get just the same amount to get yeah. even less but the new generation which i like is like no we want to be just as basic and get the same amount we want to eat we want to we want to be we want to be we don't want to have to work extra hard to get the same we should we should be equals in that sense and I am disabled in a sense where I think you got to be better, faster, smarter to get better, half. Better, faster, stronger, harder. Yes. <laughs> and I like the new gen, but I do feel like in order to change people's minds about something, there's a there's a time you can't just um, there's a there's a time that needs to be put in yeah. in order to do so. And I would have loved for her to have a really wicked master plan. Like, okay, I'm going to take some shit over instead of love. Because well, love I don't, don't pay the bills. I don't think that she was 
leaning into I need, love. I needed, I needed some sort of survival. I needed some sort of survival. That's, that's my, in there. that's that's my love of of talking to just just speaking with Carlene. You know what I'm saying? The expectation that a woman of color can have more power than you think they can have in the situation they're in. You think just because Meghan Markle married someone who has the title called Prince Harry, mm. that means shit for her? That I don't mean say, shit. I you didn't say I mean? it you meant know? anything. I'm saying that you're you're what I what I, have my fear mm. my fear my fear is assuming she didn't have a master plan mm-hmm. and you are discrediting the grunt work that she has to go through behind the scenes. And yeah, I'm I'm getting emotional and speaking personally Y'all want to come in my DMs and talk about Uncle Tom, you fucking doing this shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit, whatever, whatever. It's right. ass- but it's assuming, <laughs> it's assuming that I don't feel mm. some real shit also. You want to talk about Carlene and Ouch Crew? You think that that shit was easy? No. Anybody, I, so what I'm saying is if you, I the fact, let me finish, okay, nigga, okay, let okay, me finish. Okay, okay. Don't interrupt the woman when okay. she's speaking, okay? okay. I'll call Carlene back right now. Okay, I will. When y'all witness the black woman doing some shit that you're excited about, like Carlene Ouch Crew, wherever it is in their career, you're witnessing it. Mm-hmm. To assume that shit was easy is a fucking insult. And I'm going to get heated and very Please do. eloquent and, um, el- you know, enunciate my syllables. I right understand now. you if you don't enunciate it. <laughs> Just let me enunciate it. Okay. okay. What What's very hurtful and, and and like it makes me feel very passionate when I when I think about women like that were the focus of your show mm-hmm. is this grand fake revelation or discovery of people who are not you or I. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so powerful. Oh, Carlene Williams doing this shit on the slopes. Oh my mm-hmm. God, it's so great. Oh, I'm this wonderful press critic who thinks that it's so great to want mm-hmm. i have this di- diversity equity mm-hmm. accessibility initiative i hope to give you a, a platform for your mm-hmm. voice fuck your motherfucking diversity initiative mm-hmm. if y'all dish that shit in my face one more time it's insulting mm-hmm. this bitch was doing shit before fashion yes, houses yeah. <laughs> yeah this shit was happening before y'all recognized and the fact that you recognize does not give it credit it's mm-hmm. the opposite that shit was accredited just because it wasn't accredited by you and your fucking houses mm-hmm. and your registers of accreditation mm-hmm. and taste. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about that shit. That shit was happening and paving away and forging through racism, a lack of accessibility that white people will never acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And to give it acknowledgement from a white table gives me a problem and and. Well. Don't I? I just may want to make sure that the true force. Imagine, you know what? You know what else? This is the last thing I'll say. Last thing I'll say. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the mic, Akeem. Okay. I don't pretend to be uh, not. Oh no, Akeem just put a line in this really cool sweatshirt. Uh, it's it's Bjarne Melgard. It's not that cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Just kidding. It says, "I'm not your gay friend." Whatever, it's a sweatshirt. I didn't know what it was. Um, my point is, it was is, cool before she found out who. <laughs> no, no, no. Bjarne is cool. Whatever, I don't care. I actually, I, this is irrelevant. I didn't want to divert the conversation. Tara, cut this out. I don't want to. Yeah, Tara, <laughs> cut this out. Tara, cut this out. What I want, what I really want to say, which is important mm-hmm. and not about Bjarne, is 
I think a lot of women of color, a lot of black women, fuck of color, a lot mm-hmm. of black women are in positions in the creative world where they realize it's time to take charge mm-hmm. and have a voice. And when you realize, finally, you're talking about being an, ad- an adult and reaching this adult phase, right? Mm-hmm. When I realize I'm an adult and I'm in a position that people can listen if I charge them to, and I think about black women doing that decades before me, mm-hmm. I'm in fucking awe mm-hmm. and if people are in nothing more than awe of that shit you are not deserved of that of witnessing it mm-hmm. you want to talk you want to talk to people in your current circle now in 2020 it was like oh it's so great that you're a partner of the gallery it's like oh you're so great you're getting a new space it's like do you want to do this talk about that shit it's like do you know what it was like in the fucking 70s mm-hmm. and 80s to have a p- to carve a place out for myself mm-hmm. that still had pictures of the white monarchy mm-hmm. where I wasn't afforded access to shit because of my race and gender and instead I created a new culture of what beauty meant mm-hmm. I created a new fucking culture of what beauty means for people who look like me in mm-hmm. a place that is set on a, this ugly ass white queen I'm not going to fucking pluck my eyebrows. I'm going to cut these two blouses up and sew them into one. Mm -hmm. Fuck your bra, nigga. I'm going to wear my own version of a bra. You know what? I'm going to make y'all scream ouch when I walk out the door. Mm -hmm. Like, if people don't understand what that means. Don't come to the show. Don't come to the fucking show. (laughs) And just shout out to anyone listening right now who really understands and is going through it. And I'm not trying to make this about a passionate. I, I really like. She's passionate. People come at people come for me right now mm-hmm. as a we as a black woman trying to do something that I think is exciting. Mm-hmm. And anyone who thinks it's not exciting, you're privileged to your opinion. But to hear those um, critics is leave surprising. my sister alone. Get out of her. No, DMs. no, it's fine. Get get in the DMs. I don't give a fuck. It's not about me. I don't feel affected by it personally, but it's. It's eye opening and like, oh wow, y'all don't think this is for all of us, capital U. Mm-hmm. Imagine what she, Carlene felt. Imagine yes. what that bad bitch felt. Yes. That's why I'm so passionate about yes, it. That's yes. why I'm so passionate. I get it. I, get it. I, I, always get I have it a few like, more people who are in my camp than probably Carlina did and was yeah. like, I, I'm more charged up now because I have a few bad black bitches who are like, yo, girl, do you don't worry about that hateful nigga saying yeah. that shit. Don't worry about that person saying that shit. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do it. Whatever. We can all do it. Let's get it. This bitch is on the fucking slopes <laughs> at the fucking film festival by herself. The only, I, I would guarantee the only black woman in the dinner yeah. table yeah, she's wearing a sheer bodysuit yeah. and a yellow wig. Yeah. And not giving a fuck. If y'all don't understand what it takes to do that, I think I'm doing something being here at this table with Akeem, talking about a new program and a new gallery. I'm doing shit. I'm going to stop giving props, but I, I just feel like people don't understand what it means. It's really to great. Like, it's really great yeah. when you don't have to, um, when you don't decide to code switch in order to get what you want. The thing that's interesting with Carleen um, is that, what was I going to say? I think what's really interesting with her, what? Damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry, I was rant. I was getting too passionate. No shit. Forging yeah. her own way, doing her 
thing no, on her own it wasn't, with the crew. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Anyway, I forgot. But for the most part, yeah, I think what she's highlighting is that, you know, this person wasn't code switching and you can tell that they were sort of authentically themselves. And I think, um, you know. I mean, the fact that. You can do it too. The fact that there wasn't code switching is cool and whatever. But for me, what what's, what it's really about is. Mm. Oh, I got it wrong. Y'all need to recognize. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Sorry. Not that well, I let me just say. Y'all need to recognize when people don't want to point out the code switch. Okay. And this is, and this is what I was going to say. Also, it would have been great for Jamaica to already have something like this. But since even within that culture that she's from, they don't even see this as cultural currency or value it anyway. Word. Makes it even worse. And that talk goes back to the sort of Afrophobicness that even um, people that are black have. Um, and that's the that's the thing of like not fortunately unfortunately and fortunately this had to be shown in a rentable space to get some sort of um for even them even the people that donated um their archive to me to see value in it it just it, it just had unfortunately that's what unfortunately and fortunately that's what happened but it's really a broader conversation where like you know, I think people, you know, you can have your own show. Just look at your friends and family, you know. it. Y there's value within that. Um, you may not think so because that's not what you see all the time, but there's some value in that. Yeah. I don't want Turn it up. This is like some power after hours shit. When your heart is broken, when your wounded pride is laid to rest, baby, you'll never open your heart. <laughs> Pause that shit. Hold up. Hold up. Y'all COVID lonely bitches and men. Y'all listen. Kim, run that shit back for me. Got you. I used to think I would never fall in love again. I guess I was wrong. When your heart is broken. Got its own plans. Tell the lies. Trying to hide. 
Does your Facebook drive and sense Does your Facebook? I know you don't want to feel. There's nowhere to hide. The love is calling your name from the dark. Nowhere to hide, baby. Yeah, there's nowhere to hide. All right, can I just share? That's too much before we have to pay to play no, that no, song. No, no, that's good. I'm just going to, that's a lot. But it's, you were vibing so hard, and it just made me think about this. She always has to have the last word. That's not true. Ooh. She's fucking her mom dudes this one. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's about slowing it down. Let's slow it down for 2021. All those, all those down. fast pumps. Like, let's slow it down for 2021. Let's reflect. Let's be, um, let's slow it down. Like in the thunder and rain. Y'all thought this was just a Kendrick Lamar song, but this is actually fucking a Janet Jackson album. Nobody thought it was just a Kendrick Lamar. Yes, they did. Who oh, was that young? Let me There's tell nobody you. that yes, young. They did, trust me. Trust There's me. There's no one daddy. that young to think oh. this was just Trust me, Daddy. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. Say if you a bad bitch, put your Ready hands up it. high. Hands Here it up comes. high. Hands Everyone up thought this high. was Tell this them the lights Lamar. down right now. Put me in the mood. I'm talking about Here it comes, original bitch. Go, go. I don't know, man. Hold up, you ain't never gotta say shit. All I'm saying is this happens so much more than y'all think. You think that you have the star of the song, but really, Janet, that Jan Jackson was from 1993. You think Kendrick and, and is it's 21 you songs on the album, which is important. Yeah, just important. Um, I think what I think um, what would I like? What would you like to leave? What would you like? What is the what would you like? What would you I, like? I have this? many chances to leave this pod. What would you oh. like to leave with? Is uh, the question I would like. I, I did the rapid you fire. You think about this it. radio show is good? Wait till wait. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is you have the you have the floor, my friend. What would you like to leave? What would you like the exit song to be? Um, I would like the exit song. To be silence, like let's right. let's shut up for a little bit and like let's shut up for a little bit and like um see and hear the loudness went in the silence. There's a lot of loudness when things are quiet, and that's it. All right, good night, guys. Shout out, everybody. <laughs> We're going to stay here for the post pod. Y'all oh, can, yeah, y'all can yeah. Patreon that shit <laughs> and send untucked. us money. Yeah. <laughs> we are, this is free. We're on Patreon for the after hours. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. And thank you to Blue Cheese. That's just a comic book, especially when I pick up and start to teach my first lesson. Arithmetic, reading, and writing, not too exciting. I pick up on teaching yoga straight at my kingdom. Based upon the elements and lyrics, I bring them stone by stone. But did you build it alone? No kid was prone to seek it alone. From the kid who did, celebrate well. Do tell. Oh.
Blue G's and Blue G's. 